these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. All right, welcome back, Ryan. Welcome back, Jordan. Welcome back, campers. Welcome back. Uh, uh, how have you been today, this week? Good. Getting this over Thanksgiving break. and Yeah, how was it? it how was, was your... It was good. You guys came over. It was a good little dinner. Yeah. I mean, that's that latter half was great with you guys, yes. for sure. Um, other than that, I mean, just laid back, got some Christmas decorations out. But, okay. I mean, I'm pretty good. Nothing too crazy. I've just been wanting to watch Christmas movies and play card games and board games. I know. Gearing up for the holiday. Mm-hmm. You can be trying to be as festive as you possibly can. Makes it more fun. Yeah. You guys can grinch it up, but anyone that hates on Christmas... If you're going to pick a year to be holly jolly, this is the year to pick. This is the year because I mean you don't have you're not going to have you know all of that extra warmth from everybody else that you're yeah you know no uh, abundant groups have getting fun. together or anything hopefully make all the peppermint crap you want yeah yeah do you guys um, have any like treats or anything in mind for because I know you've been on a baking uh, jaunt here yeah is my joy i don't really know i need to look at some things um there is this thing that we used to make back home my dad made peanut bu- uh, potato candy we call Ooh. it peanut butter candy because it's it's yeah it's just this kind of like really tough doughy dough that you roll you spread peanut butter on and you roll it and slice it is it a potato dough i think they used to use like potato flour yeah in it but you don't have to okay um but yeah, and it's it, I'm not making it sound very appetizing, but it's delicious. <laughs> I'll be willing to try. It's it's a good little treat. If it's anything close to your uh, your like salted honey pie, my goodness. Yeah, but what about you? So good. Uh, try, God, I haven't baked in so long, man. Mm. We need to. I want to do another bread pudding soon. Um, it's been a long time since I've done one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's hard not to just go around the corner to Ginger's and get like the Yule log or whatever seasonal treat she has. Forever supporting Ginger Elizabeths. <laughs> Forever and always. Always. Um, so we'll see if I don't end up just splurging on something there you <laughs> something go. from her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're getting up the decorations and stuff like that. We still got to have you guys over and mm-hmm. check out the tree and stuff. Mm-hmm. But your guys' tree is looking crazy. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so keeping with Holly Jolly themes, we're going to talk about one of our favorite places, mm-hmm. at least amongst the family. Uh, some Disneyland slash Disney World magical places on Earth. And I do believe this subject came to us from a listener. Can you tell the audience about the listener? Yes, I I guess can. we can't really tell about them. We don't know them that well. We would like to, listener. Thank you for, for reaching out. I keep saying listener and giving them all the suspense while, while Jordan pulls it up on the phone <laughs> so we don't mispronounce any names. Yeah, coming to us from JC, uh, who told us about some spooky things going on in, uh, that he's heard about in like Disneyland and such. Kind of just sparked that interest because we... When we could, we frequented the park. Yeah, he wanted us to do a Disneyland one, which we are absolutely here for. And also um, some kind of Hollywood, mm-hmm. not Hollywood horror, but, you know, some, some creepy Hollywood stories. And I think we are not ignoring that part, but I think that's so juicy, that little nugget should be its own separate episode. Oh, but, yeah. So yeah. we'll do the Disney now, and then we'll do the Hollywood hauntings. 
Plus, there's plenty of small like offerings from from like the Disneyland and Disney World lore mm-hmm. uh, to flesh out in episode two. So, so we're gonna have a little fun in Disney, even though we can't be in Disney. <sighs> hoping and dreaming, hoping and dreaming. I miss it. I'm just glad that they're finally giving all the annual pass holders um, refunds. Yeah, it's good. They should. Yeah. Well, because it's been uh, God, when will it, when will it have been an actual year? Has um, it been a year? Since they closed? Well, no, it's been not since they closed. Not since they closed. March is when they closed. Oh, man. So. We'll see. Okay. So, um, all right. So, um, a lot of these I pulled from, because uh, I was looking at, like, majority of the stories across different uh, links and such were, were shared. A lot mm-hmm. of, like, because there's, there's not really a whole lot behind each story. They're kind of just, some of them are even just urban legends. Um but a lot of them are similar the more you look around. Okay. So I found some from, uh, it was insidethemagic.net and then also um, off of bustle.com. And if you guys have seen any of this, the, the happenings that we talk about tonight, or if you have any of your own that we didn't talk about, use that email, use that Instagram, mm-hmm. get in touch with us, call us. Jordan, where can they call us at? Uh, you guys can call the number 916-359-9446 and leave a message for us. There is a three-minute long um, limitation yep. on that on that message, but you can call as many times as you'd like. Uh, you can leave us um, info for us to reach you, mm-hmm. uh, either in an email or, or over that voicemail message, and we can get back to you that way. Um, we can we can record stuff. We can do like a little, even like a video chat if you want. We can yep. do whatever you're comfortable and willing to submit. Um, but it'd be cool reach if me on we, the Instagram. We, we, we talked about this and someone was like, oh yeah, I was in the park last year and I saw blank happen. Yeah. You know, I'd love to even throw that in the next episode as a little addendum, you know, a little follow up. Oh yeah. So if, if we you, could, if we could get some like, some like firsthand experiences, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Um, but for now, some myths, some legends. Some Sweet. lore. The, what's that? <laughs> some lore. Some lore. Yes. <laughs> So we have the uh, the man with the cane. That's when I found a couple different spots. Um, so a Reddit user explains that the man with the cane is an urban legend about uh, cast members who have seen an old man with a cane riding the doom buggies in Haunted Mansion. Okay. The story goes that he can be seen in the area between the offload and the onload points in the Haunted Mansion and that he's sitting, in the, uh, sitting alone in the buggy holding a cane on his lap and staring straight forward. Hmm. When spoken to, he doesn't respond and then just disappears. He, I don't know where they pulled this from, but he, some people speculate that he was a, a, the ghost of a pilot that died when his plane crashed in the 1940s into what is now known as Bay Lake. Okay. It's similar. It's close, I guess. I'm wondering uh, where that comes from. I wonder if someone maybe recognized him and were like, oh, it's yeah. Bob. He flew. I know. That was, that was, so like I was looking around and kind of just pulling from, from different they like I said they would have the same stories but they mm-hmm. had different tids tidbits yeah. of information on them, so that one I found at the end of another one that didn't really offer any like context to it. Yeah, but they were like eh, it's speculation. Yeah, it's a, it's possible it's connected with something else uh, with the haunted mansion. I won't spoil because I know you're you gotta get into it, to it. Oh yeah, there's more. There's definitely more haunted mansion. But that's. So they see them just on the doom buggies when they're arriving, and yeah, know, okay, between the offload and the onload. I and don't this think isn't it's, like a video camera thing. This is attendees and yeah. So this is this is both uh, riders and cast members that have seen him. Um, okay, 
and I wouldn't be surprised if like the one spot in Disneyland that would, I, I don't know that would be the one spot that I would want it to happen. It's, it's a haunted mansion. Too cliche. I know, because you got like hitchhiking ghosts at the end of it mm-hmm. anyways that are trying to follow you home. You know that kind of thing. But you're right. If there's a spot, that's the spot. Oh yeah, that or they, maybe there's a lot of, of like playful occult things there, but it's still occult things you for know? sure. Yeah, I. Uh, oh man, I missed that ride. Do you like it better? When okay, all right. Oh, you Bu- already know. My buckle answer, up but. your seatbelts, guys. This is going to be a lot of us talking about how much we like Disneyland. For so sure. If you hate it, this isn't the episode for you. This will be a little divisive. But what uh, what's your favorite haunted mansion? Regular haunted mansion or Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas for sure. Okay. I like a little bit more colorful. If you're not aware, if if you go during, is it Christmas and Halloween or just yes. the Halloween? Yes. So season? when they when they go to do the, because they essentially set up for Halloween and then they I think they only alter that. Well, I, they alter it quite a bit, quite drastically for Christmas, but they start with that I think in September, maybe think. early November, late September. Mm-hmm. Well, because I went, I think I went in like September or mm-hmm. October, and that was last year, and that was the first time I saw the Nightmare Before Christmas version. Yeah. Yeah. Where they totally. Like remask the entire ride. Yeah, or sorry, early October, late September. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um. So they start off with doing that, and uh, they do like the big pumpkin out in Main Street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They get it all Halloweened out. Yeah. But it's more colorful. I feel like it's a little bit more um, energetic, and it's as much as I love that ride initially. It's mm-hmm. uh, I, I still get. I go on the rides for like my little energy boost when I'm there <laughs> so that I'm not just like, I mean, we're walking around from place to place while we're there, but you do come off the ride and you're like, let's the next one. I'm let's do the next to, one. I'm, yeah, I'm, ready, I'm pumped. I'm ready to yeah. go to the next one. Especially like, um, my go-to is either Indy or, um, space mountain. Mm-hmm. That's always, a, that's the one I get started with. It's every so day. hard for me to pick which one I think's better. I really like the original, but the, they did a fan. The, I don't know if it's that I like the Nightmare Before Christmas version better or if it's I'm just so impressed with how they transform it. Yeah. That I like. I don't know, but I really enjoy both. I mean, because they put just as much effort into that one, if not more. Oh, yeah. It's not just a cheesy throw this over that and this over that. They put effort. And they're not that. even, like, replacing some of the more classic nods to mm-hmm. the ride. They, they, like, add to them. They have little cute additions that they do. Mm-hmm. But some of that initial original... Uh, coolness is still there yeah yeah it's it's awesome um but that is definitely my favorite of the two and i'm really hoping that we can go next year <laughs> so we have oh your favorite your favorite ride at least uh so we, this one is the ladies uh, there's another pair of apparitions that are said to call Kyra, the pirates of the caribbean home mm-hmm. caribbean or caribbean how do you say how do you say it hmm Okay, if I'm talking about the ride and or movies, mm-hmm. Caribbean. But if I'm legitimately talking about the actual place, Caribbean islands, Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know it kind of it goes back and forth. <laughs> um, so this uh, this mysterious mysterious duo is rumored to have met their untimely demise when the boat that they were riding in came off the track at the bottom of the drop and crashed as they sat in the front row. Bummer. Bel- yeah. I, I, but I don't see anywhere in that ride that it's going quick enough that, like, I don't know. No. Unless you fell off the front of it or something, and then it rolled over you. Over or, you, yeah. Or cr- 
suffocated you down there somehow. Yeah. Because there's water underneath you, so like, if you get stuck under there... Oh, yeah, you can drown. Potentially. Um, so it's believed that they still linger in this area, in the area to this day and can sometimes be felt with a cold chill. That ride is cold as hell anyways. It sure is. Well, they do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. They're it's foggy and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if people just kind of see what they want to see on that one. But, there, yeah, there's so much my wife calls it Disney magic and it's just it's a overwhelming amount of effort that gets put in oh yeah like pumping smells into certain places mm-hmm. like first street it smells there is a bakery but they pump it with more bakery smells to make it smell even more like that the yeah, whole that street wasn't enough come in come into the stores get them get and it. i never would have thought of pumping smells into places mm-hmm. so that's it is you were intended to be tricked in a lot of places so i wouldn't be surprised if you're tricking yourself and seeing some stuff on top of like the the waiting queues being as intricate as the rides are sometimes yeah. it's crazy especially cars land I love mm-hmm. that one so another reddit user uh still on the ladies says that i've heard of the ladies but also heard from a lot of the cast members about the wire-haired lady that i think may be a part of that legend um, they say they will see a floating wire-haired lady on the security monitors on that same section of Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirate Caribbean. Uh, they'll say they say she'll show up, then not be seen for years, and carries a feeling of dread with her. I mean, that would creep me out for sure. But how does that? How do you? Do you just feel? You feel bad when you see her. You feel I real bad. I mean, you probably feel a little scared. For sure. <laughs> There's a ghost lady on the camera hmm but yeah so wired haired lady aka um but it says ladies so mm-hmm. i don't know why if that's just one of the two but apparently it was just the two ladies um this is a real short one there was the ghost that prefers blondes <laughs> uh, a teenager was killed on the people i, I was laughing as i went into that it's terrible <laughs> a teenager was killed on the people mover ride in 1967 apparently Mm-hmm. Um, legend has it that his ghost haunts Tomorrowland. The people mover closed in 1995, unfortunately. Um, but he reportedly grabs the hair of blonde guests. Hmm. Yeah, that's all they know of that one. Hateful. Hateful. But he knows what he wants. <laughs> I don't know. Awful. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, so then we have Dolly, who in uh, 1984, Regina Young, known as Dolly fell from her seat while riding the Matterhorn at Disneyland and was killed when she was struck by another oncoming bobsled. Her seatbelt was unbuckled, but we don't know whether she undid it herself or whether it was the result of something else. Maybe a malfunction or some sort. Maybe that's rather why we have those checks. Yeah. Before they let you get the ride start, they go through. Tug the cord. (laughs) I, I was surprised not to hear about more like actual accidents accidents mm-hmm. or deaths like if there has been much of that then it's been very well hush, hush. very well guarded that is for sure um these mm. days though um some cast members claim to have felt like someone was watching them during their routine walkthroughs of matterhorn well that's a creepy ride for sure well like, you've got the i keep saying for sure i don't know why you got the yeti well there's like probably four animatronic yetis in there yep Everybody just looking at you around the corner. Yeah, dude, you haven't even been on the... um, I know, you talk about Everest all the time. I know, it's creepier. (laughs) I love it. It's so good. 
Uh, man, I, you got to go to Disney World one day. One day. Um, so, yeah, the area on the track where she supposedly died is known as Dolly's Dip. Do you know which which section that is? I do not. It's tor- <sighs> It was towards the end. Oh, I, I think I know where you're talking about. But, yeah, they call it Dolly's Dip. Kind of like when you, you get spit around the side. I think so. Okay. okay. I think so. Yeah, they didn't give me a picture or anything like that, but it was... They said something about it being towards the end of it. Okay. Um, so, I wish we had like could pull a map up. Like, if we were a visual media, I would like a green screen with a map of the park, and then we just put like little thumbtacks, where virtual thumbtacks, where yeah, all these incidents yeah, are. Drawing. So watch out on for the Cane Man on Haunted Mansion. Yep. Watch out for these ladies and pirates. Mm-hmm. And then now we got to watch out for the Matterhorn. Matterhorn. And then Tomorrowland, where the former People Mover was. You can They still have, like, the, the, the tracks for the People Mover, mm-hmm. but the ride itself is gone. Yeah. But he's, so. I don't know if he just haunts the tracks or if he's just uh, chilling around Tomorrowland. He's just dangling down there, yanking hair, man. Grabbing young, or grabbing blonde-haired people. Who knows? Rude. Um... So right now, the only place that's safe, it sounds like, is Fairytale Land. Of course. Yeah, they don't really... Ghosts don't really mess with Fairytale Land too much, thankfully. Well, it's creepy enough on its own. It's true. I mean, some of those old stories, like Snow White and... Mm-hmm. No, thank you. You got uh, Ichabod's... The, you got the... Yeah. Uh, well, you got Mr. Wild Toad's ride. Wild Ride, Mr. Toad's where you ride. literally go through hell. Yep. I love that ride, though. <laughs> It's great. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> There's so many things that that allude to more uh, adult sinister things, though. Um, so continuing Disneyland, we have the um, the firehouse, the apartment above the firehouse on Main Street, mm-hmm. which some people know about just as because mm-hmm. I guess you can tour there as well. Yeah, as soon as you walk in, um, you'll through th- through the gates, you'll go under a bridge, past the train station, and you'll pop out on the other side and just look right to your left and it'll be like the first thing there to your left have you have you ever realized the light that's on in the window i've heard about the light you've heard about the light Mm -hmm. okay yeah so that's this guy um but yeah i don't i that would be so cool to do a little behind the scenes tour of like walt's old Mm -hmm. area and stuff like that because he used to stay there so he uh he used it as a little apartment um while while the construction was going on in the park, which began in uh, 1954, Walt Disney did. Yes, Walt mm-hmm. Disney himself. Yeah, um, with opening day just a year later on July 17th, 1955, uh, he wanted a place to <laughs> get your Candy Crush out of here. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is what it sounds like. Huh? My little alert. My little alerts. Um, so he just wanted a place to stay on the property to be able to over oversee things. Just like a little 500-square-foot space, apparently. Mm-hmm. Small spot. Uh, but it was convenient for his late nights and early mornings. So you can tour it now. Um, the apartment's been opened back up f- again for those who come to spring. Oh, to, to, for those to come uh, for behind-the-scenes tours and the park offers. Uh, and as a tribute to Walt, a light is always left on in the apartment's front window. But according to legend, that wasn't always the case. Um, it said that one day a cast member looking after the apartment tried to turn the light off before leaving. However, when she came back later, the light had turned back on again. According to one version, she actually left the building, noticed the light on upstairs, went back up to turn it off, went back downstairs, noticed it on again, and even unplugged it only to find it 
on again. Hmm. And then ever since then, Walt's like, I'm trying to work. <laughs> yeah. So the last time that she went up there to, to mess with it, to unplug it, um, she heard a voice apparently say, I'm still here. These Mickeys aren't going to draw themselves. That, that yeah. <laughs> followed by. <laughs> Turn the light on, woman. <laughs> um, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different yeah, time. <laughs> it was. No, but uh, so the light's been on ever since. Um, I think there's there's reportedly been more than just her that's heard the I'm still here thing. Okay. But they leave it on for him to continue working. I see. It's cute. So we have the boy in the we have the boy in the haunted mansion. Another ghost. A lot of these are ghosts. Not a whole lot of like other crazy. No, I don't. I, I mean, I don't imagine monsters just roaming no, the park. No, not, speci- <laughs> not specifically. <laughs> Find Bigfoot in Disneyland. Yeah. Get the Yeti. Uh, so at Disneyland in California, legend has it that a little boy's mother spread his ashes in the haunted mansion without getting the park's permission to do so. And let's make this abundantly clear. No one ever has permission to do that. Nope. Please don't do that. I don't want a mouthful of your Nana when I'm trying to enjoy a ride. Disney's official stance on ash scattering is that it does not happen. Don't do it. It's never going to be okay. (laughs) Uh, as far as in the park. Like, there's probably... That's probably one of the most heavily monitored rides just because so many people try to do that. Yeah. And there's... I was looking around at, like... Because if I wanted to do a little bit past this, if this wasn't going to be enough, I was looking at, like, haunted theme park things in general. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stories are from people that, oppo- like, supposedly went and spread ashes mm-hmm. or dropped ashes at yeah. different parks, and that's how the haunting begins. I mean, it makes sense. You know, you take somebody's ashes to their favorite place... And that's where you always want to put them. Sometimes Mm -hmm. that's a park. Sometimes it's the ocean, which both are illegal. Don't do it. Sometimes it's Disneyland. And, like, I get it. But, you know, maybe in, like, the grass next to it. You know, maybe not on the ride. A little sprinkling outside in the area, you know. Still don't do it. It's not legal. It's not cool. Common sense-wise, if you're going to try it, that's where I would think you would. Yeah, there is still, that's still coming up into the air and stuff like that. Don't, don't, just don't. Yeah. No, no, don't do it. So mm, Nana's particularly peppery. Oh God! <laughs> I can taste her. I can taste it. <laughs> it's terrible. She always did like her Texas Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um. So so ever since um she she spread his ashes, he's allegedly been heard periodically crying for his mother at the end of the ride. Oh. He's apparently been spotted at Pirates of the Caribbean too. Well, at least he's getting around. Yeah, having so a good he, time. He hopefully, back and forth. I mean, they are they are pretty much next door to each other, yeah. somewhat. Um, so yeah, don't don't spread your ashes. I think people do it from time to time, and some a lot of people ask. A lot of people ask Disney if they can like at least they do ask. it ahead of time, but they're they're always told no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Um, and again, it is the 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 ash scattering. It's it's connected to a lot of stories like that around mm-hmm. as far as different theme parks go. So Debbie Stone is a real... This story about Debbie Stone is a real story. Okay, so Debbie Stone. So in 1974, uh, an 18-year-old Deborah Stone was crushed to death while working as a hostess at the America Sings attraction in Disneyland, which I never got to see. I wasn't sure. I don't know when that went away. Oh, is that when, like, the old, like, bear country? I think, yeah, around... I mean, it must be around the similar time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was Disneyland, and I know that they used to have a version of country bears there. Yeah. I believe. Um, but I had never even heard of Disney Sings. I've heard of it. I feel like I've seen footage. 
but yeah, it's been gone. Is it like a live? Yeah. Like were it like live performances and stuff like that? I wonder. I don't remember. I just know. It, I'm pretty sure it was gone before we were born. Yeah, I would. I would assume so. I can't remember the first time I went to Disneyland. I think it was like seven or so, but I don't remember. I was twenty-two years old. It was magical. It was. I was twelve. It was great. Twelve. <laughs> I dropped oh, twelve ten, all over I again. Dropped ten years. Yeah. As you should when you walk in that place. Yes. Um. So America Sings was located in the rotating theater that had previously housed the Carousel of Progress, which I'm assuming was maybe a scientific thing or maybe something. Carousel of Progress. That either sounds like something maybe political, very, like the. Well, if it's over in like the Country Bear area, yeah, I was thinking political, like us like moving, because he was very Walt was like classic Americana ideals yeah. was very for it. So maybe some of the frontier kind of stuff mm-hmm. there, that kind of thing. I can only assume. Which is um, why we have the Abe Lincoln exhibit. Yeah. Which I really enjoy. All right. I know I'm the history person and I should, but I really feel like it's go, go listen to robotic Abe. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> it's better than going to the country bears one. I will say Sorry. <laughs> it was, I did that one in Disney world and it was, uh, just a just a go shout dated. I feel <laughs> like we, we like take our American background for granted sometimes, and like I'll go like watch something like that, and I'm like get get you a little fired up in the good ways. Yeah, it was like I enjoyed myself, but it was it was hard not to. If you, I mean, even just looking around the room, if you didn't get some sense of everybody's kind of split on is it is it a little bit too much nowadays <laughs> or is it like is it still just that kind of classic americana fun mm-hmm. but i feel like it's just gonna get it's just gonna be more and more that way depending on i mean all the remastering of older disney movies and mm-hmm. i mean all the stuff that they put on plus happen to be with the ratings and the the warnings about some of like the old cartoons yeah some of the off-color kind of mm-hmm. things that were common place back then mm-hmm. but that's just how things were i suppose it's not an excuse but culture context <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that's what that's why the ratings the the warnings are there now you know yeah that's that's the carousel of progress for you it's ugly <laughs> but it's still the history and it's you shouldn't hide from it you yeah should just call it for what it was and sometimes that's wrong and you got to learn from it you know but we're not a political podcast no we like scary stories. Yeah. And it, and it, if you really appreciate a place fully like that, you have to kind of take it for its for everything, mm-hmm. you know, for its bad and its good. Yeah. So, yeah, so this was um, the evening of uh, July 8th in 1974. So she was caught between the rotating theater wall Ooh. and the stationary stage wall and died as a result. Uh, a safety light was subsequently put in, <laughs> which warned the attractions operator when I'm people... Sorry. Got too close to this dangerous area. Somebody died. Eh, we'll give him a light. <laughs> we'll put up a light. <laughs> I, you know, because that's what I'm saying is like, I, so many of these things I feel like are put in place because of a potential. I subsequently, I would say, you know, as as a result of mm-hmm. maybe a mishap or something like that happening. That's no different than like you you get a coffee cup and it says caution might be hot. Yeah. Yeah, but because of lawsuits like, exactly you know yeah cause and effect yeah don't dump your mcdonald's coffee on your lap um 
so additionally, <clears throat> additionally, the, the stationary walls were later replaced with breakaway ones. Uh, the, the building recently housed innovations uh, and Superhero HQ, although those attractions closed in 2016. I don't remember Superhero headquarters. Oh, is that where? Yeah, I didn't. Unless that's in, I didn't get to oh, see Tomorrowland. That. Yeah, that's Tomorrowland next to um, Autopia. Autopia, yeah. Now it's got the Star Wars stuff in it. And I do remember. I didn't get to see it, but you used to be able to do like a like a Iron Man VR thing. So I don't think I ever went as the Superhero HQ, but I remember the innovations thing because it was a lot of scientific stuff when I went. So I think it was along in the same vein as the Carousel of Progress, potentially. But, um, yeah, so that closed in 2016. And since Debbie Stone has become sort of a guardian angel, supposedly, uh, it's said that the cast members working on the attraction, which was open until 1988, used to hear a voice warning them, be careful if they got too close to the walls. Hmm. So if the light doesn't get you, Debbie, Debbie's got your back. What if it's just speakers and they put sound there? How messed up would that be? Subliminally, like, watch out. They're Watch feeding. Out. They're feeding <laughs> like funnel cake smells into Main Street, and they're they're feeding little war- ghost warnings <laughs> on the rides. I don't know. Something just told me not to step there, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't put it past Disney. <laughs> like I said, they you know they have their their underlying themes, but there's a lot of adult context mm-hmm. and a lot of their stuff too. There's a lot of brilliant engineering, too. For sure. I mean, the Imagineers have just some of the most brilliant people mm-hmm. and stuff they come up with. So there's a boy named George who allegedly haunts the Pirates of the Caribbean world uh, ride in Walt Disney World. And it's said that when the Florida version um, opened was, or was under construction, a welder named George was killed in an accident. Mm. Exactly what the accident was varies depending on who you talk to. Um, according to some, he was crushed by a falling beam. While according to others, he fell from the Burning City portion of the ride and died as a result. Burning City. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Okay, that might be one thing that's on Disney World's version that's not at Disneyland's. Do you remember a Burning City in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Unless that's just the yeah, whole. Yeah, no, of course. That's that's just the whole city scene. Yeah, you. Yeah, as soon as you get past, um, there's like a first section where you're seeing the pirates kind of dunking the mayor in the well yeah all that kind of stuff and then you turn a corner and then everything's on fire for oh okay it. when everything's going crazy on the backside mm-hmm. gotcha um ever since then the ride has allegedly been plagued by strange occurrences whenever george is disrespected mm. really though that's that's all he seems to be after those is, is uh, respect <laughs> he's said to stop the ride whenever someone says i don't believe in george mm. which happens pretty often i've been stopped on Pirates of the Caribbean quite a few times. You know, I haven't been stopped too often on there, though. Of all the rides, that's probably... Yeah, not very often. I'd say between that... Buzz Lightyear's... Or the the Buzz Lightyear ride's the number one to get stopped at. Really? Oh, my God. I get stopped 15 times every time I ride that ride. Not mad, because it's a whole... The whole thing is it's a target game. Yeah, so you're shooting at stuff anyways. Yeah, so you don't care, because you're just racking points up. But no, I never have ever rode that ride and not got stopped. That's crazy. I don't think I've read that. I, we got stopped maybe once when we wrote it. But I haven't. we also haven't read that as nearly as many times as we have Pirates. Uh, but what um, Splash Mountain is another pretty bad one. You mm. get stopped down in the in like the dark, dark spots sometimes. 
yeah so he stops it whenever somebody says i don't believe in george apparently so don't do it <laughs> everybody's gonna hate you put some respect on his name yes so uh presumably if, if you don't question his existence while you're actually writing pirates uh you should be fine Additionally, the rumor persists that cast members in charge of opening the ride for the day or closing it up at night say good morning or good night to George mm-hmm. at the appropriate times to keep him appeased. <laughs> as long as you do that, he's apparently happy. <laughs> I wonder how much that would piss off the cast members. He's just sitting there with a wrench and just <laughs> better not say anything. Oh, was that a good morning? Was that a oh good evening? Okay. All right. All right. Then we're good. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Don't make um, me turn this bolt. <laughs> <laughs> so a fun, uh, interesting real fact about the ride, though. According to Alice Obscura, the fake skeletons available when the ride was first opened were deemed not to be realistic enough for pirates. So the Imagineers worked on the ride, that worked on the ride uh, got some real ones from the UCLA Medical Center. Mm-hmm. So they used some real skulls and uh, bones for the, for the skeletons in that. All the staging, yeah. Eventually, they were replaced with fake bones, mm-hmm. but still, it's pretty. All except one. There is one real one. Oh, one stayed. Yeah, so they didn't. They didn't talk about that. Yeah, when you're going through, when you get to the the part where there's um, the I think he's supposed to be the captain in bed looking yeah. at his map. Yeah. There's a skull and crossbones above his bed. That's a real skull. That skull is real. Oh, okay. Creepy. And you can kind of tell too, because it's got more of a brownish color to it yeah. than every other skeleton bone in there. There's maybe a little bit more realistically mm-hmm. decayed, and, yeah, ooh, or not as uh, attended to. Mm-hmm. You have to wonder how often they go down there and like clean that stuff, or like I mean, because the cobwebs have got to grow actual cobwebs sometimes. I would assume <laughs> eventually. Yeah. You don't keep. I mean. You go and you dust a, you sweep a restaurant or you sweep wherever you're mm-hmm. working at at the end of the day and you've got an accumulation. So how often do you think people, like every day maybe, hmm. once But like you were saying, day? how do you half dust? Exactly. Like wh- how, how do you get around in them? Like hmm. it's so, everything seems so intricate behind the scenes there. You have to wonder how what goes into that magic. It's, it's so good. They do so much work. And freaking turning the whole park over for uh, for Christmas in like typically like what three three four days or something like that or maybe maybe a week yeah it's usually pretty quick. Um, so we have Mister One Way. Uh, Mister One Way is one of the most passed around ghost stories clinging to the parks. Uh, it's also the one with the most variations. The one thing that most versions do agree upon is exactly what he haunts and where, which is Space Mountain at Disneyland in California. I've never seen him. Just saying. I ride that every time I go. I feel like every time I get that on that ride, it's a different experience. Space Mountain? Yeah. It's I don't know if it's like the time of, like, because I feel like the lights are brighter sometimes mm-hmm. than there are others. Yeah, like sometimes I can't see the tracks at all, which you're not supposed to. And then other yeah. times I feel like it's like fairly bright and I can see them and I wish I couldn't see them. Maybe they're really on the close to you or something. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, we go, we make that like a priority. We probably go at least twice a day mm-hmm. when we go there. Um, and you're right, the the lighting varies for sure. Not in like a bad way. Still love the ride. But yeah. It's just, it's strange. But sometimes like you go and you see it, sometimes you don't. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that just depends on overall weather too, like how much of that sunlight's actually getting through the 
maybe potentially the dome or if it's internal lighting that changes throughout or yeah i don't i'm not sure how that how that goes down that's oh, so good though it's so good that's always my wake-up ride yep same about halfway through the day you need that oh no i mean literally like we get there and that's the first thing oh yeah first thing <laughs> for us too yeah it gets you going gets you pumped <laughs> and then you just wind your way back we usually go to indy after that mm. just on a downward slope oh man i miss uh peter pan only got to go on that once was it gone no it's just always so busy yeah like two and a half hour wait sometimes it's crazy so we usually just pop over to california adventure at that point yeah and credit coaster so mr one way haunting space mountain he is described as a red-haired man with a red face others say he's a kid dressed in 70s era clothing i don't know how they got that's a big discrepancy huge (laughs) variations yeah I don't know why they say they're the same person, but unless there's multiple guests on the ride. Yeah, what if it's Billy and Mr. One-Way? Like, yeah. It could be two. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, George, you know. So the stories say he tends to hang out in the queue for Space Mountain, although whether or not he talks to people while waiting varies depending on who you ask. The red-haired man apparently doesn't, but the boy does, although it's worth noting that the kid version of Mr. One-Way doesn't have any knowledge of the changes made to the park since the 70s. When that you, would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. When you say in the queue. Like in line. Like like out in the waiting area, okay. essentially. Like I don't know if he's. So it's a long line. <laughs> it's a long line. I'm assuming like within the halls of it, maybe. Mm. Maybe not like, like outside of it. Like after the part where they're like, how many? Four? Okay. Yeah. But like Because there's the little outside bit and the chains that mm-hmm. you end up having to go through. And then you get inside and then there's a little bit of line that you're in mm-hmm. until you get in on. So, yeah, he's been spotted out in, like, around where, um, while people are, ra- are waiting in line. But he apparently doesn't seem to wait in the line at all. He's just, he's just on the actual car rides later on, approaching them from the opposite side of the waiting area, mm-hmm. the side on which people are usually exit. So he, he'll sit down in any empty seats he can find, and it's said that he disappears right before you hit the final tunnel at the end of the ride. Oh, that takes the picture. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course. He's gone by that point. He knows his way around. He's been there for a while. So maybe three ghosts. Potentially three ghosts for that ride. Because for what it's worth, a second ghost dubbed Disco Debbie is also said to haunt Space Mountain. Although her story is even weirder. And apparently she glows in the dark. Does she have a fro and platforms? Or <laughs> why is she Disco Debbie? <laughs> Disco Debbie. Couldn't say. They didn't They didn't expand on that. But upwards of three ghosts at Space Mountain. All right. That I've never seen. <laughs> all the times you ever seen a ghost on there not a one not a one <laughs> the ghost of admiral akbar there yeah <laughs> that would be oh man that'd be <laughs> cool i would love to see us like a star wars ghost on there uh so we have the the monorail ghost is the last of our stories and then there is actually a video that i'm gonna send you that has like a couple of uh like bits of cctv footage like footage of within the parks and stuff mm-hmm. ghosts so we have the monorail ghost uh, who has something in common with Dolly and Debbie Stone. His story stems from a real incident, which in uh, 1966, a 19-year-old named Thomas Guy Cleveland tried to sneak into Disneyland in Anaheim by scaling the park's outer fence and climbing along the monorail track. Bad move. He was struck and killed by an oncoming tram. These days, it is said that a spectral figure can sometimes be spotted prowling around the monorail track. He apparently only appears at night, and he vanishes whenever a tram comes. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So no matter where you go, there's probably a ghost. 
And Disneyland. No, you're safe in in Fairytale Land. As far as we know. Mm -hmm. As far as we know. Because we don't have any uh, definitive proof. An adventure. Well, I mean, I guess kind of Adventureland. Yeah, just stay away from Frontierland. Oh, no, Frontierland's safe, too. You're talking about New Orleans Square. Yes, more specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people were also talking about just how creepy... um, Tom Sawyer's Island can be. I like it. I've only been on it once. I could just I like it a lot too. hang her out. I haven't seen it since they've redone it though. They when did they redo it? It's when they it was after the sixtieth. You guys went what the last time you went for like two days last year or something mm-hmm. like that? Yep. Yeah, we went the last time we went was last October or September. October, September. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Jordan just showed me what was the name of the YouTuber that did that? A top, it was a top five video. Wow. This was. Uh, wow, so amaze. Okay. He showed us a top five video. It was a. Disneyland Ghosts. Well, the first one was the Tower of Terror, which is now the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Um, pre- yeah. uh, bre- Operation Breakout or something. Mission uh-huh. Breakout, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah Mission Which breakout. was a good transition, but anyway, it's that ride. Uh-huh. Um, it was... I'm spacing on the second one. There was the one with the Queens. Yeah, there was, the, there was the side. a photo shoot in front of the Haunted Mansion. Then there was a... Um, a go the Mr. One Way that Jordan talked about. Yeah, let me see. Then there was another one captured walking. Um, it looked like around New Orleans Square, and then there's the one that we're forgetting. Oh, there's the one that was on the um, on the tower during the fireworks. The fireworks. That's it. Yeah. So we'll we'll go through each of them. It's very okay. So I've heard one theory, which makes sense to me for at least some of them, uh-huh. especially for the first one on the Tower of Terror. You said you'd seen that one before? Yes. The, um, people had analyzed it and said that it was um, like tape bleed through so that because that camera stays in the same spot and just keeps recording and recording and recording, kind of like, you know how the, um, like when your TV's on standby, yeah. the logo moves uh-huh. because if it stayed in that one spot for a long time and you turned your TV off, could burn into the screen. Right. Yeah. Kind of the same deal as that. So okay. you get playbacks like that of other people that wrote it during the day. Mm-hmm. That's just bleeding through when this guy was doing a safety test, which makes sense as to why they looked like different people. Yes. So it makes sense for me on that one because mm-hmm. that's a stationary camera. Yeah. And, but then there's one, which was the last clip you showed me of someone walking through New Orleans Square. Yeah. Um, and it seemed almost like it was out onto the water to the island. At the very end there. Mm-hmm. That one I don't buy so much for that, as far as like the tape bleed through, because that's such a congested area. Yeah. That if you had tape like that, it, you wouldn't just see one person on it. You, yeah, because you get, I mean, I think the the thing you see the most of is potentially like the actual movement of the legs mm-hmm. like you can see because you can't really make out a lot of the torso but mm-hmm. but you can see like the natural kind of stride of a person and yeah. you don't think you'd be able to make out that out as well as if it was crowded right right yeah. how do you feel about the fireworks oh, it's crazy the fireworks one was surprisingly clear i think that was the clearest of all of them yeah i'd agree I would say it was clear enough to where you were like okay is this photoshop yeah 
Yeah, it's but it looks like it was just taken on like a cell phone that was catching the fireworks show at the end of the day and mm-hmm. just zoomed up and time to see somebody kind of standing on top of one of the peaks, enjoying the, like, it from spires. really close. Yeah, 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 off to the side there. Um, and they said in the video that it's been proposed that it's just a maintenance worker on top yeah. of the castle, but yeah, it's, which I don't think. No, the, it was kind of transparent. So, and, they, and how often do you see maintenance workers just standing around there, like? Mm-hmm. Oh, they would be checking stuff out. out, I'm sure. For sure. Because they're ruining the show. Exactly. Yeah. So anything that's not supposed to be there. Because mm-hmm. they use that castle be, for more. Like when they're doing the fireworks show, it's, the castle's not just there. They're projecting things onto it half the time. So. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Yeah. Because they're trying to get away from us using like as much of the fireworks and they're trying to do more of the visual effects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one was surprisingly clear and pretty creepy for sure i would say out of the most out of the out of all of them that was the most plausible for real so then we had the there was another one where there was a photo shoot going on with some of the villains looked like it was around um the haunted mansion yeah and someone panned away and then panned back and you kind of went over like some of the tombstone area of the haunted mansion and there was like a blurryish ghost it's like there's like a bench there that he could have been sitting on. I was okay. Is that what was going on? Because I was like, it seemed kind of short to be a person. Yeah, I think it was somebody sitting down. It looked like there was like a spot to sit back there. Okay, and they look kind of like in that natural position. Okay, from what I could make out, I could I didn't catch it the first time as well as when they panned back and did it slow motion again. I you could see it a little bit more clearly, but mm-hmm. that was probably the least clear I would say. Yeah, of all of them, besides uh, well, that, besides that last one. I don't know. I think Mister One Way was the least clear. Yeah, because they showed Mister One Way, and it was it was a clip of a, a kind of a blur going on to the where the ride is. Yeah, and for me, this one kind of be, might be some tape bleed through too. But it goes over, sits down in an empty seat, like the legend says. But then, as the ride moves forward, the the shadowy part to me, it didn't look like it moved forward. It stayed where it was because as it came forward, there was like a lady two rows back. And her face was blurred by the image. I was going to say, I feel like I could see it like a, mi- like a minute later once the ride has gotten on a mm-hmm. little further that you can still see the kind of blur moving with it a little bit yeah. in the actual seat. But, but you mentioned you saw her move when it got, like she got to that area. So you can see the lady sit down that that's like potentially behind wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And then you see him because we saw the second time you see kind of something like looking like it's getting in the seat a little bit, like the shadow's mm-hmm. kind of moving into the seat like that. So you see her like adjusting to get comfortable and she puts her hands up on the front of this thing and then she goes like this. Hmm. And then like a minute later kind of settles back into her seat. But she, she's the only one maybe that's... He's, maybe Mr. One was just pissed because he just wants to ride this ride. Yeah. And every time he sits in the seat, it takes off without him because he can't ride it. <laughs> and he's just like... He just I gets just left there on the platform. want to ride. <laughs> walks back out on there and then just gets tried to, tries to get on the next just one. Just keeps trying. And that somehow reverts from Disco Debbie to a little <laughs> a little boy to an older man. Maybe if I change my get up, they'll let me go. Yeah. You got to be this tall to ride. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was not tall enough. Um, and then, yeah, that last one on New Orleans Square. Which was, that, to me, that was the most believable one. That, I mean, that they catch it on multiple cameras, looking like a, like a natural path from mm-hmm. where it starts to end. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's it was clear enough to be a person. Yeah. But vague enough to where it's like this clearly isn't a security person, like a lone security person walking. 
and it had that strange like you said like the because all, all the lights and the and i'm not sure how old that camera would have been but the way what it's filmed on you get you get a lot of the reflection off of the the lighting so that mm-hmm. it all kind of goes in the columns like, like you're saying yeah and then that whatever that is that apparition or whatever has the same kind of reflective quality to it mm-hmm. so and you almost think it is like okay maybe this is burned onto tape but then it starts making a walk it seemed like at the end of the clip for a couple steps mm-hmm. onto the water yeah so just straight out yeah. there wearing to like people would be waiting for um phantasmic to be mm-hmm. yeah so with all this said all the ghosties and all the lands i can't ha- wait to go back okay <laughs> so i was about to say are you still going to the happiest oh place my God, are you kidding me still still the happiest place but i mean i could never get away my wife would kill me <laughs> i would be the future ghost in disneyland <laughs> she would drag my dead body there <laughs> don't spread my ashes on, on chuck you off on the matador <laughs> seriously <laughs> um but yeah that doesn't i would assume that doesn't hinder your no no <laughs> no would you ever stay overnight if i know it's not a thing stay overnight in disneyland mm-hmm. oh yeah camp out hell yeah i would love to camp out specifically in new orleans square part of me thinks i'm like would this be creepy and then i'm like i don't think it would certain parts of the park maybe but it's pretty well lit maybe by myself i would be a little like majorly creeped out but if i had like you know my wife or like i'm a small group of people all right you're doing you're doing a ghost hunt in disneyland the some somehow in the distant future we get clearance to do a show yes and we're gonna go find wh- George. what what part of the park do you set up as home base that feels safe to where like okay i can come back here and i won't be creeped out at 2 a.m i feel like i gotta pick main street yeah you know yeah main street's just so uh either main street or frontier land welcoming yeah Frontierland is still a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. I, get it, the, I, get I like the, it because it's open. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it's a little bit too open for me in that regard. It would okay. be. I get all the warm and cozies in, uh, in <laughs> on Main Street. You just, you just walking down that street, you're just like nothing. Nothing could go wrong here, <laughs> ever. <laughs> smelling, smelling baked treats and. It's true, but there's a lot of windows to be looked at. That's true. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. It's hard. Because like, do you? I mean, you go to Jungle Cruise and or the like Ventureland area and you feel like you're in the jungle. I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to feel like I'm in the jungle. No. <sighs> I mean, maybe, no, I don't think I want to do Tomorrowland. No. It's, no, I would it, definitely, I would definitely want to come back to main street. Yeah. Take your chances with the windows. At the end of the day. Yeah. 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 I would say so. Okay. Try to set up in maybe a waltz old spot. Closest <laughs> to the exit. If you got to make a run for it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it's, you know, it's familiar. Yeah. So, not that the park isn't familiar, but like again, that it already kind of feels like home base. Mm-hmm. You kind of gather yourself and your people usually back in, like the main square or back in on mm-hmm. Main Street. So, yeah, this feels natural. You're not going to set up in Pinocchio, like in the Pinocchio ride. Oh god, <laughs> no! Pretty sure you used to have nightmares about Monstro, anyways. Yeah. But now, yeah, I just dredge up old <laughs> bad memories. Yeah. All right, you, you wouldn't know no it no uh. Mr. Toad's wild, wild ride to hell. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not staying in that <laughs> you one. You want to set up there? If I, yeah, I think Main Street feels good. I'm trying to think if there's any other place I'd feel more comfortable. Because you got to do that balancing thing of like, okay, sometimes kitty things and the creepy sense, like or context, will be that much creepier. Creepy. Yeah. 
So, like, I'm staying away from Winnie the Pooh. You don't want to do it in uh, It's a Small World? I like the ride. I would feel like all of those little dollies are turning and uh-huh. watching. I feel like, yeah, you'd start to hear something starts to sing, and you're like, nope, nope, uh-huh. nope, nope, nope. Uh-huh. I'm out. <laughs> it's a small world. Oh, man. All I, I just hear it once, and I would, it would be pure nightmare fuel. <laughs> and it just it does that, like, slow down to deeper. It's a small world. Oh, God, world. yes. <laughs> and you see one doll head slowly turn. <laughs> make eye contact with you, and then they all turn. <laughs> Game over, man. Game <laughs> over. Yeah. So, okay, so potential hauntings in Disneyland, Disney World. Mm-hmm. Still going. Not going to stop me at all. Going back whenever. Well, not as soon as they open, but whenever there's an agreed uh, comfort level. Absolutely. To go back, um, as I'm sure you guys will do. Mm-hmm. Be safe, but still can't wait till it's time. Yeah, yeah, so. hopefully... Sooner than later next year, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, I think that sums it up for these specific theme parks. And I'm sure there's going to be more. I'm sure there's more out there. Oh, we absolutely. Can find. But um, thanks to JC about, for suggesting yeah, this. Great suggestion. It's one of our favorite things, and we never thought about doing the spooky side of it. So mm-hmm. it's we. I'm sure Jordan had a lot of fun researching it. I had a fun, a lot of fun talking about it with yeah. him. We need uh, to do the Holly, some of the Hollywood ones that he was suggesting too. Absolutely. If you guys have anything you want to hear, because we like to fulfill your requests, it's fun. It's fun for us. Hopefully, it's fun for you. Or if you guys just want to talk to us about your Disneyland experiences and fun, you know, I'm down for that always as well. here for it. If you got any tips and tricks, oh yeah, we think we got got the the cheat code down, but mm-hmm. you, there's always another thing to learn. Everybody has their way to hit the park, though. But hit us up. Instagram, Creepy Campfire Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hit us up with the email, creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Or give us a call at our number for the voicemail, which is 916-359-9446. Leave us a little three-minute message or as however many, many you'd like. As many three-minute messages as you can. Yeah. Drop us your info however you'd like. And, and let us know in there out. if we can play you on the air. We would always like to. Um, if you'd like, we can play you anonymously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's just fun, and we want to let people know how much fun mm-hmm. you can have doing interacting with us. Yeah. Um, yeah, and don't forget to rate us on whatever you're listening to us on. It helps. It spreads the spreads the word about the show. Gets you up the charts. And if we're getting the word out to more people, then more listener stories can come in and we can play those on air. Which is what we want to do. Absolutely. Definitively. Well, I mean, not definitively, but we want to include it. Yeah. So get them in. Absolutely. I have no idea what I'm doing next, but we'll find out next time. That sounds great. All right. We'll leave it up to you. Till then, everybody. Stay Stay toasty. toasty.